0: If you appear on podcasts, you're able to get backlinks to your website, and that's one. But now with the EAT expertise, authority, trustworthiness, you want to index a lot more information about you as as an individual, you as a persona, as a brand. You're listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Each episode, your host, author, and lawyer coach, Steve Fretzen, will take a deeper dive, helping you grow your law practice in less time with greater results. Now, here's your host, Steve Fretzen.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Be That Lawyer. I am Steve Fretzen, as the announcer mentioned. I hope you're having a lovely day today. Um, it's so funny. I, I started recording with Chris a couple days ago, and I think you were my like 11th meeting of the day. I had like a marathon day. And I felt terrible, Chris, because we had about five minutes into the interview, and I realized that the sound quality wasn't where it needed to be. And we we decided to stop and reboot. And uh, I'm so happy we did that because I think, you know, not only is the content important, but also the sound quality. And when you get those two things together, it makes the show much more
0: palpable. So anyway, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing great, Steve. Doing great. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. And uh, I appreciated your... Uh interruption, because now you improve my sound system.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you've got your own podcast you're building, and I think uh, we want to make sure your sound is good for that one, too.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think uh, my production team is also very thankful, because I think they've been trying to tell me this for a while now, and uh, (laughs) you're the one who figured (laughs) out how to fix it.
1: (laughs) Well, me and Mr. Mr. Technical, so not, not at all. I mean, I change light bulbs. That's about my extent of my technical experience, but uh, anyway, I, I lost a bunch of shows years ago when my teenager messed with the gain on my microphone and I, and I didn't realize it. Nobody had the, 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 the you know, the ability to tell me or, or they thought maybe that I just like to talk loudly. I'm not sure, but I eventually fixed it. I was up beside myself about it. But, um, anyway, listen, we will get to that in a moment. Um, Chris, so happy you're here. We've got a quote of the show, which is where we love to start. And it is the absolute best way your brand can stand out in search generative experience landscape is to invest in building out profiles and reputations of your experts. So that's a very, you know, specific quote about what our main topic is today, which is, you know, digital marketing and digital media. So uh, tell me about that quote and and kind of why you decided to submit that as your, as your quote of the show.
0: Well, being a SEO professional and CEO of on-the-map marketing, that is, digital marketing agency that's heavily focused on lawyers, everyone is asking questions, where's the search marketing going? And I thought that would be a great quote to use as a core focus of our conversation. Um, and yeah, that's. Uh, I figured that's going to be a good angle uh, to, to structure our conversation.
1: Well, I think it, it it also relates to the fact that law firms really need to leverage the expertise of their professionals, their writing, um, their speaking, the things that they can put out in front that are going to create content and, and other elements to build up their their the value of their site and the SEO search engine optimization of their site. Is that a, a piece of it as
0: well? Absolutely. And you, you're very correct, Steve, especially attorneys. They have such... Um, big opportunities to publish themselves on different articles, uh, expand their expertise in general that they hold. And now this part of personal branding and search engine optimization is really overlapping in 2023 and it's exciting topic for us because we're helping our clients build their personal brands and generate more business through SEO. So it's kind of perfect overlap. And from personal side, that's an effort we're making as well. Uh, we're ranking for keyword terms like lawyer SEO, lawyer marketing, and big effort why I'm also on podcasts is to build my personal brand and to promote our brand. And this way, we're able to increase our SEO rankings as well. Yeah. I mean, a backlink
1: from my website for my show is, is it might as well be Google. I mean, it might as well be you know, some of the biggest corporations in the world. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, but it's, a, it's but not. But your authority is. is good. Your site yeah. authority is good. And oh. it has the contextual relevance. So if I'm an attorney and I'm on your podcast, I'm actually getting highly valuable backlink rather than buying a link. I'm sure everyone here has heard about backlinks and. Yeah, backlink buying links. backlinks, which is not great. Right. right. But now if I appear on your podcast, I'm getting a real conversation. There's a page indexed about my name about my company, and I get a link back from your site, which is a lot more valuable than some average article on uh, God knows what site.
1: Now, should I be getting uh, my this podcast on your site as a backlink to my website? Is that is that what I should be looking to do as, as someone who is trying to See,
0: continue to grow my SEO? In that case, we're going to create what's called reciprocal links. And there's actually used to be a technique that worked, but now it doesn't really work. Uh, but- we could make a deal where I give you a link from a third website that I control.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We might have to talk offline about that. I'm looking for some, some link action, if you will.
0: And uh, actually, link exchanges is a big thing in SEO world where SEOs work with other SEOs and they're saying, hey, I'm going to have a link on this article. And then that SEO says, okay, I'm publishing an article on this website. So I'll give you your, oh uh, your it's client. Like
1: a, like a barter system.
0: It absolutely is. Yes. Oh yes. wow! I
1: never even knew that. So we're learning about the backside of backlinks, right the 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 the, <laughs> the dark the dark backlink web, you know, if you will. We
0: start, yeah. We start with the underbelly of SEO. Let's just go <laughs> straight in.
1: What else can you tell us that's going on behind the scenes, Chris? This is getting real interesting, real fast.
0: Oh well, <laughs> I. Well, I'm really excited about podcasts in general, and I think that's something that maybe a lot of law lawyers haven't recognized yet as an opportunity. One, if you appear on podcasts, you're able to get backlinks to your website, and that's one. But now with the EAT expertise, authority, trustworthiness, you want to index a lot more information about you as, a, as an individual, you as a persona, as a brand, so if I'm appearing on podcasts, I'm, I'm able to knock out both, stone, both birds of one stone because I get a Mac link and there's information indexed about me. Maybe there's also a YouTube video recorded where I appear. Now that's getting published on YouTube as well. So with that being the case, you asked me this, what is a one kind of useful tip I could give your audience? I think a good starting point is just going to Google and typing in your name. I mean, we know how much attorneys love themselves, right?
1: <laughs> leverage, leverage, <laughs> but, leverage the ego, guys.
0: Yeah, but everyone loves themselves. It's you know, it's it's a known fact. But just check what Google serves when you type in your own name. And Steve, I'd be interested to actually for you to look at that as well. But that's a core factor of the EAT or Google's signals. You want to see where you're come up as your personal brand. What is the information Google is serving about you? And if the information is not, say, too, if there's not too many results, that means you need to appear on more podcasts. You need to put yourself out there, maybe record more YouTube videos. Just developing your personal brand is a big factor, you know, for link building itself, because now Google is indexing a lot more information about your name. And that means you're becoming a lot more recognized in Google's eyes. But at the same time, you're building your personal brand and you're in front of potential new audiences. Now, it depends if you're consumer attorney you know, or, or corporate, you know, there can be different audiences you want to target. But that's a great factor just to start building out your own personal uh, presence. Yeah,
1: I, mean, now, I, I guess think, I, that... I was going to say, I think I've got I I mean I I haven't looked in a while but I mean it could be 30 40 50 pages of Google searches because I've been producing content for almost 20 years mm-hmm. and yeah I think most of it's relevant right to the articles and the books and the podcasts and the things I've done but I think to your point there are attorneys that I'm trying to find an email for there's attorneys that I'm trying to refer things to that I'm mm-hmm. trying to observe to see if I you know can help them in some way or whatever and there's nothing about them other than, you know, the standard AVO and the standard stuff that doesn't really give me the yeah. information. And I'm super frustrated by it because, and even their LinkedIn doesn't provide their website, doesn't provide their email. Mm-hmm. And I can't, it's hard to refer someone where there's no information. <laughs>
0: it yes. Is. And, and we were kind of coming back to this point of fundamentals, like what information is out there about you? And then how can you leverage that maybe think about it as almost pr how much positive information can i create online about myself and you can leverage your own social media profiles and then build some form of collaboration with other websites maybe some local newspapers being out on community there's so many techniques that can be leveraged and they're not super costly well i guess if you Obviously, our, it our, it's a,
1: that's they, a, it's a depends type of situation.
0: Yeah, biggest cost is time. But yeah. if one is willing to, let's say, allocate five hours a week just in personal brand development, that will pay dividend. You know, that well, will pay the other dividend. Thing, the
1: other, but the other thing, Chris, that I that I, I posted, I think, if I, I might have posted it today on LinkedIn, and and again, yeah. this, this show is aired about it, you know a little bit in advance. But essentially, I was saying, look, if you just do one thing appear on a podcast or write an article or, um, or have a regular monthly column like I do in the Chicago daily law bulletin or legal business Mm. world, whatever, then that one thing leads to a social media post. That one thing leads to SEO on my website. That one thing can be, you know, broken down into pieces and, and, and used for other purposes, maybe a, a presentation so it's like there's so much that that you can do just by doing one thing and then leveraging it multiple times in multiple ways, YouTube video, to your point. I mean, that's that's what's missing is that is that mm-hmm. A, we need to do that one thing, and then B, we need to then take it and repurpose it
0: and, so and that you just used value. an absolutely brilliant example. Having a column Chicago Daily Law. Yeah. What a better way to showcase your expertise and you Published there once a week, once a week, once a week. And now that, sh- that you are recognized in this one already highly repu- reputable media site, now it's easier to get backlinks from other ones, because you can use already your existing brand say, hey, I'm already known, can I contribute to yours? And that's where your digital PR link building team can help. But you're absolutely right, doing those things will massively help your search engine presence. Yeah. And uh, yeah Steve those are some great examples.
1: Well hey uh, listen I'm, I you know I'm I'm no spring chicken you know I I I want to practice what I preach here I'm helping attorneys yeah. build business and while business development is a huge part of it meaning going out and and developing relationships networking attending events whatever it might be you know actually how do you like walk a buyer through a buying decision how do you sustain business okay but while that's going on if you're not also doing the marketing side you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because it's like you know it's like a one two punch you're going to do better hitting both sides than one side alone and so anything i can do to kind of advise and help send people to you send people to you know talk about getting a va to help them with content whatever it is it's all benefiting the lawyers i work with and the legal community and the people that actually want to develop
0: business in a in a serious way it's a compounding effect yeah absolutely and- and I think big aspect to what you mentioned, taking action on all those activities and having a consistent plan. It doesn't have to be an overboard plan, but just like five hours a week and you know exactly what you're going to be doing. Maybe your daily column, YouTube video, and one podcast appearance and consistently doing that for you know year one year plus or longer. But other aspect that's very important is that your fundamentals are in place, let's say for search engine optimization. And I think often SEO is being overcomplicated. You know, fixing your website fundamentals is not a hard task. You can hire, you know, a decent law firm, SEO expert that can do it for you. You know, I know attorneys that know SEO even (laughs) above average level SEOs in general. They love this stuff. They get into it. So there's some simple technical SEO things that need to be fixed. You can hire someone and they'll do an audit and they can be executed. But, but then the owner the, asked.
1: Yeah, but I was going to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but I'm thinking like, so let's say that there are lawyers listening right now and they go, look, under no circumstances or reason am I ever going to hire an SEO expert or work with SEO or whatever because they're a lawyer at a firm or they're a solo that's doing really mm-hmm. well and, and okay. is necessarily looking for the business, but they're missing opportunities to make their website better, to get that SEO. What are one or two tips that you would suggest that they can do themselves or that they should be like you mentioned googling yourself. That's a great tip to kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But what are some tips when someone is writing or is creating content, how do they put that on their website in a way that's going to be impactful versus mm-hmm. just throwing it up because they might just throw it up and and it doesn't really have the yeah. same juice as maybe
0: something else. Great question. So I think there's two aspects how I would approach it. One is your practice area pages. That's basically your landing pages that will attract that direct response visitor. Let's say if you're an employment lawyer, that could be employment lawyer, Philadelphia. Making sure you have that page well thought out. Other aspect is having supporting pages to that one practice area page. So building out your practice area pages, making sure those include keyword, your main keyword, your service keyword, and your city, because you will be targeting targeting them locally. Uh, Very few keywords are only nationwide keywords. Almost everything is going to be locally based. So you need to build out your site structure a bit. Is there a web
1: tool or something that someone can use? And I hope we're not giving away too many secrets, but is there there a way to like, so I want to do family law divorce Philadelphia, and I want to be ranked for that. I've written an article, but I don't know mm-hmm. if that article is going to hit the mark to get found in certain you know, yes. keywords. Is there a website or some tool that people should be thinking about or using that would help
0: to make the article better for So the That's a great question. Uh, there's two tools you could consider. One is called Surfer SEO. It's relatively inexpensive, but you can put in your article in, in that website. And it will compare your written article with already ranking articles, and it will give it a score, how it, ra- how it will perform against already existing ranking ones. And then you can, it gives you two suggestions. Oh, expand it by another thousand words. Use these keywords. And then other tool you would need is, it's called SEO Minion. That shows you the optimization elements, such as title tag and H1 tag. Now we're getting a little bit more technical but those are the little technical nuances you need to make sure are optimized correctly. Like let's say in your title tag, if you're a family lawyer in Philadelphia, you wanna make sure that actually is your title tag. And same goes to the H1 tag, which is the first heading on a page. I would say maybe hire someone just for consultation to fix those things, because it can get a little technical and someone with you know, 15-year experience will take care of it in a matter of a couple of hours. But well, and the other thing is, it's good, pretty simple stuff,
1: but it go, if you're at a firm and you, you're producing content that's being put on the firm's website, go to your marketing department, go to your marketing person and, and ask these questions to find out how they're being ranked for SEO. And they go, well, yes. it's, they're not. We just put them up and, and we hope that, that it grabs something on the internet. Well, no, for shame. I mean, to some yeah. degree for shame because they're not doing their job in how the, you're going to be found for that work in your city, for example. And I think if you're on your own, then to Chris's point, yeah, find someone that can, that can help advise you beyond the websites. And that's going to be super helpful, you know, as well. Hey, everybody, check this out. You've just had a call with a client where they need help with something you don't do. You've reached out to colleagues, you've searched the lawyer directories, and you simply tell them you don't know anyone that can help. Overture changes all of that. Overture is the first private attorney network designed for the country's best independent attorneys to refer matters to one another and ethically share in referral fees. It's a great way to keep your clients happy and build your practice with referred clients. It's by the founders of LegalZoom. Membership is free if you're accepted, but act now to get priority access to referrals for your state and practice area. Apply for membership at overture.law, overture.law. Okay, let's take a quick break to talk about how Moneypenny is changing the game for lawyers who are losing business every day and may not even realize it. It's impossible to provide amazing client service when you have phone trees, voicemail jail, or untrained staff handling your phones. Every inbound call could be a new client to intake properly or an opportunity lost. With Moneypenny, it's all but insured the call will be handled exactly the way you want it every time. To take immediate action on this, Write down this email and start your free trial. It's svj at moneypenny.com, and just mention my name in the subject line. Lawyers, there's an easy way to boost your law practice. Partner with Get Visible, the digital marketing agency that makes you stand out. Meet Sarah, an awesome lawyer, but a terrible marketer. Get
0: Visible helped her build a powerful website and boost her online visibility. Now she ranks high on Google, gains clients through ads and engaging content.
1: Tired of feeling insignificant? Make it rain. Visit getvisible.com and stand out.
0: And then another tool that's worth mentioning is called Ahrefs.com. It's a little expensive, around $200 a month, but it is probably most used SEO tool right now in the industry. You can see anyone's website rankings. And also, the other part that's interesting, you can look at the website authority. We're talking about the backlinks. It's a huge factor. If your website doesn't have enough authority, no matter how great your article is, you will not rank. Just because you're lacking that third-party recognition. Like You're lacking those links from Chicago Daily uh, Newsletter. Yes. Because that shows that you're a real attorney that you have real expertise that you're recognized on the web and those those backlinks play a huge factor for your website to perform well.
1: So let me ask you this Chris because I think we were diving into some really great stuff the, the other piece of it that I think is missing for most lawyers and this is in particular for solo and small firm lawyers is that they they they're doing the SEO or they're not they have rankings or they're not they're on Google or they're not but Regardless, they may have traffic coming to their website and they don't really know, A, what the traffic is. They don't know what, who's clicking what and where. And they're not leveraging that for any kind of real follow-ups where maybe they could be. Talk to that because I think half of it is getting, like getting people to the party and then, you know, what happens after, you know, what happens after then, you know, the relationship bonded, for example. (laughs) Can you talk to the website conversion side? Absolutely.
0: Uh, those are conversations that literally are happening every day. We just had a conversation with one of my colleagues. We're generating leads, but client doesn't really see what, where these leads are going. So that comes to your lead intake. Do you have an actual system in place? I know some attorneys that love taking calls themselves and they consider them <laughs> closers. And I think that's something you can actually help attorneys as well, building out a little bit their sales side of things because. Just getting a lead doesn't mean it's going to be a converted lead. There's a follow-up. There's steps that have to be taken. And then the other aspect is the technology you're using to process these leads. Is it some lead intake uh, CRM? Uh, you can build a couple lead flows in there. To me personally, it's crucial to have some technology that's going to show you return on your leads. Where did these leads come from? And are you closing them? I don't even care where they're coming from because at the end of the day you can say I spent five thousand dollars in marketing and I closed twenty thousand dollars in the cases or I have them pending, you know, in settlements if it's personal injury law firm. Like it's crucial to have a CRM in place that's gonna help you with this process and then figuring out what are the steps, how you close these clients.
1: Yeah. The other piece of it is I think there are a lot of lawyers who are not really looking at the analytics. and And, as I say that, there's lawyers listening they, what what the heck does that even mean? Web no. analytics? And that's essentially maybe you can define that and then talk to why it's important for lawyers to know what their web analytics are.
0: Well, that's benchmarking. you, know, you can't you can't improve what you don't measure. And step one in any marketing or any activity is identifying your, your benchmarks. In this case, benchmarks would be website traffic, leads, and cases. So, those three elements. Um, if you start doing SEO, then I would say also, first is looking at the rankings. Are your positions improving? Let's say for keywords like the same one we were joking around with Philadelphia family lawyer. What position are you ranked right now? If you're position 20, that means you're on page two. What position are you ranked in Google Maps? Because Google Maps is a huge factor right now in local search engine optimization. Because if you look at the results and Google just keeps pushing down the results. So first you see the ads, then you see the map results, and then there's organic. So you need to figure out what positions you are if you are focusing on SEO. If it's strictly maybe just in general, like you said, figuring out what are the metrics, I would say first checking your website traffic. We actually built a tool ourselves called TrackRide. It's a very simple setup and it's a good starting point for someone just to see where's their website traffic, how many conversions they're getting. And conversions meaning how many form submissions you have, live chats if you have live chat, and calls. Very important to track your calls. I know some attorneys feel a little iffy about that, but if you're going to start marketing, you want to see The quality of these calls, and then the question is, who is taking these calls? You know, one is just seeing how many calls you get, and probably seventy percent is going to be some marketers and you know (laughs) other type of uh, calls that are not really clients. But that percent of clients actually are calling you. You want to make sure that that intake process is flawless and they're being converted at highest possible effort.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was talking to a couple of attorneys earlier this week, and they're taking all their intake calls and they're overwhelmed with intake calls which is fantastic. I mean that's a problem that we'd love to have <laughs> Good problem. Yeah. But I was asking deeper questions as I tend to do and I found that they really were they were the ones that were like doing the initial baseline qualification. So a lot of mm-hmm. the calls that were coming in were highly unqualified and probably could have been handled by an intake person or two. Mm-hmm. They just haven't either been trained or because they've got a full staff but I think that I was finding like they're spending like three days a week doing intake calls when they could be spending more time lawyering and focusing on business development and stuff like that. So, I, you know, there's just so much you can learn from the data and that you can learn from having a conversation with an expert. And I've got one more question for you um, because I want to understand there are attorneys right now that are so focused on SEO and so focused on pay per click. And there's a, Issue coming up, uh, coming down the pike, and that is (laughs) AI. And I mean, I've, you know, you and I just talked briefly, you know, when we did our first effort at recording, and, you know, we talk about things like Bing and we talk about ChatGBT and stuff like that, where it really could change how lawyers who have been counting on SEO and pay per click for years may have to alter and start to adapt. And, you know, I think the early adopters, like anything, are going to do better than the ones that hang on longer. What are your, What's kind of your take on where things are going in legal marketing as it relates to with AI? Mm-hmm.
0: So with AI, Google is starting to test something called search generative experience, which is similar to what Bing already rolled out actively, but Google is not making a step yet, making it live. It's only available in labs at this point. Well, essentially what it does, it I'm sure everyone has noticed in Google results, the featured snippets, where the result gets a little more expanded. Google keeps you within the Google's experience. It doesn't send you to another website. So with the search generative experience, Google is basically generating the results in the search engine result page. So this featured snippet now becomes like a a super snippet. There's just overwhelming amount of information that's being presented. One example is map results might actually see little benefit. Instead of three results, there's they're showing ten results, and then the map is still under. So there's still a lot of testing going on. So we can't really conclude what exactly the that's going to mean for attorney SEO or attorney PPC. Uh, for PPC side, I mean, one is sure that ads ah, not going to go anywhere. If anything, there's going to be more opportunities. Uh, one aspect that's happening, and I just spoke to Beau Royale on my uh, podcast, and he's advertiser that does a lot of PPC for attorneys. And one thing he said is, Google's trying to take the control away from the advertisers. They want to control your budgets and they want to spend it themselves. Which again, you know, co- Google wants to control what is happening to control those budgets. Now, the, similar like LSA ads, you can't really control much for the local service ads, and. So far in SGE experience, I haven't seen LSA ads integrated in that experience. Again, it's still early experiments and it's not live, but there's definitely going to be changes that that's coming as far as SGE experience for PPC ads, but Google always will take the money. So yeah. I think the ad experience is still going to be there.
1: I mean, I guess, but... my, my, I guess my big concern though was let's say that someone is spending you know, millions and millions of dollars on pay-per-click And they want to be ranked at the top in all these different categories and all these different cities, et cetera. And ultimately, Bing or or Google, whatever, come up with the answer. It's not about giving you pages and pages of search results. They just say, hey, the best personal injury attorney in San Francisco for you is, and here's why. Because it's that kind of injury. It's that kind Mm -hmm. of situation. And now that's the attorney that's going to get the call, not necessarily the 10 or 20 that, that have been paying for,
0: you know, to be found. But perhaps that becomes a paid experience to come up in that one result. Yeah. I, I highly doubt Google will miss out on revenue because of these changes. <laughs>
1: they, they, they tend to like revenue. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, they do. <laughs> and their top revenue is still search ads. So it's yeah. not so they're, going they're not
1: put. They're not going to put themselves out of business through AI. They're going to figure out a way to make sure it's, it's monetized properly.
0: Yeah. But I am curious what's going to happen to LSA. Ads. That could be a—it's still always been a, somewhat a black box, even to this day, yeah. uh, where Google controls the mechanisms how those ads are being shown. But same time, in the in the current tests, I haven't seen local service ads integrated. But from what they've been doing in e-commerce side, the ads become part of the super snippet experience. So it might even become harder to distinguish between organic result and ads so there's definitely going to be some interesting changes happening but i did want to mention another thing from search engine optimization perspective coming back to our uh, initial our initial conversation of building personal brand there's something google's rolling out that's called perspectives so it's like a tab like you have photos and videos tab there's going to be perspectives tab so let's say Someone's looking for a personal injury lawyer and they want to get perspective on some kind of question they have. They will find people that are posting social media videos talking about those topics and Google's going to serve people with the biggest following, people mm-hmm. with the biggest engagement. So now what Google's trying to do is they want to index entire world's information in the search results because that's what it should be they don't want people to go to TikTok to look for certain things or randomly find them on TikTok. So they want to bring the bring TikTok videos, yeah. they want to bring them into wow. their search results. And that's what's happening now with the perspectives. So back to our topic of building your personal brand, there's you know 10 plus aspects where you can, 10 plus media channels where you can appear. So it's, it's very, very important to start putting yourself out there Especially with all the changes coming, because if you're if you're not making your little uh, progress within within those areas, you're not building your personal brand. Someone else still is, and it's going to be even harder to catch up uh, later down the road. Well,
1: I mean, all of this should be you know highly intriguing to attorneys, and for some that are doing like the bare minimum to nothing, um, they're okay now, right? Today's okay. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, maybe not so much. Day after that, even less so you know, you're either, you're in the game or you're not. And, you know, I'd love to say to lawyers, Hey, just keep being a great lawyer. And that's all it takes. And I just, that's just not the reality of the current environment. So really great stuff, Chris. Hey, let's move to um, our new segment called game changing podcasts. And I know you've got one that you're fond of and that I'm also fond of, and especially of the two guys that are on it, but do you want to talk about uh, the lunch hour?
0: Yes. The legal, uh, launch hour. It's definitely one of cutting-edge legal marketing podcast. I think from all perspectives, the quality, the hosts, both hosts are agency owners. I think they're also great friends. There's some good humor. And one ad, one segment itself is just on news itself. So, G-K-Saka, I can never e- say his name. Key
1: Sakalakis. I'm an expert e- at this yeah.
0: point. Key <laughs> Sakalakis yep. and, uh, and a Mockingbird uh, agency. Yeah. Conrad uh, Sum. Conrad Sondra. So. They always touch on very interesting topics that are kind of ahead of its time almost so the attorneys and everyone listening can always get some latest information uh not too long time ago they were just talking about google reviews spam you and i we didn't get to talk too much about the google reviews but that's an important factor so that's been my go-to uh podcast to listen to you know as far as legal marketing news uh honestly I haven't come across too many other ones that would talk specifically legal marketing. Yep. And for that reason, I actually started my own podcast as well, called Law Firms on the Map. And uh, I've taken an angle where I interview other legal marketing professionals, yep, SEOs, PPC managers. And really, I, I want to give attorneys the experience of thinking about like, if I'm hiring a marketing director or agency, what are the conversations I'm going to have? And listen,
1: let's, and let's be sure to talk offline, Chris, because I've got a dozen that I can send to you to help you, you know, boost the show and, and just make sure you've got the top talent because I've had them on. Gee, Sokolakis, Conrad Sam, both been on the show. They've both been marketing Mavericks for my Be That Lawyer Live. So mm-hmm. yeah. that be amazing. We'll definitely do that. And hey, real quick, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Of course, we've got Overture.law uh, helping you make money. And guess what? You don't even have to do the work. Uh, you can just send it out to other attorneys. And, uh, and get paid and also, you know, get more business yourself. So it's a win-win situation. Check out Overture. And then, of course, Muddy Penny, who's just rocking it. Um, you, you know, you're tired of paying for a uh, full-time receptionist or you got the stupid, um, you know, uh, phone tree. That's awful. Don't do it. Look to Money Penny. And, of course, we've got Get Visible. And they're just rock stars in the marketing space for lawyers. If you check out fretson.com, you'll see some of the awesome work they did on my website. So check out our sponsors. They're terrific. If people want to get in touch with you, Chris, to learn more about on the Map and, and maybe talk with you about their SEO, what are the best
0: ways for them to reach you? I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. You can just find me by Chris Dobbs Brankins or Chris Brankins. And uh, you can always just shoot me a note on our website, onthemap.com, uh, and just fill out the form and uh, reference the podcast. <laughs> I think so far I'm only one from, your, uh, from our company that's been there. <laughs> that has been there
1: yeah, and and I think a hell of an interview, man. I mean, you shared a lot of great advice, some very tactical things, some very actionable things, which I'm a huge fan of, and I think demonstrated your knowledge of SEO, you know, at the highest level. So I just appreciate you sharing that on my show and being a great resource for the lawyers that enjoy my show. So uh, so thanks again, man. Appreciate it.
0: Well, Steve, thank you. I really enjoyed our conversation, and uh, yeah, let's see what the sge brings us (laughs)
1: there we go there we go let's get those we're gonna get those uh get those uh cross super snippets super snippets yes yes Yes. you always create some great assets and videos and uh, hey listen thank you everybody for spending some time with chris and i today again if you're a fan of the show please don't be shy about telling others about it give us a you know a five-star review a thumbs up whatever it is that you've got in front of you and um and also check out fretson.com i've got you know, years and years of blog posts and articles that I've written that I think you could really get a lot out of. And I try to take my own personal experiences and, and and some fun analogies and create some good content there. And again, all of this is is for one purpose and that is to help you to be that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized, and a skilled rainmaker. Take care, everybody. Be safe, be well, and we will talk again real soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Be That Lawyer life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice visit steve's website fretson.com, for additional information and to stay up to date on the latest legal business development and marketing trends for more information and important links about today's episode check out today's show notes